Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea and on YouTube at expandwithchelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Have you noticed lately we've been talking a lot about brain rewiring? Um, I'm so pumped because I've talked about it on here before, but brain rewiring has changed my entire life. And I'm so excited that my new self-paced program, Synergy, You Can Rewire Your Brain at Your Own Pace, Time, and Speed, will be relaunching on the 22nd. So I'm trying to really get the word out, really educate all about brain rewiring. And for today, what I really wanted to talk about is this huge piece, huge component of brain rewiring visualization. This is something that I've really started to notice that a lot of people, my clients and myself included, especially in the beginning, really, really struggle with. They're like, you want me to picture what? Um, am I supposed to be seeing images here? Like what's what's actually supposed to be happening? And the more research and the more that I learn about visualization and how you can really use it as a tool to create the exact life that you want, the more I'm on board, the more I'm like, okay, yep, this is like the key tool, like the thing to actually create the physical reality that you're looking for. So really excited to talk all about mastering visualization today. And again, that program Synergy, it will be on sale starting on the 22nd. I'm so excited. I had 15 women go through the beta testing round for the self-paced version. They've been loving it, absolutely loving it. And I'm so excited to be adding some more bonus videos and some extra material based off of their feedback to help really learn this brain rewiring process, make it as simple, straightforward, and effective as possible. Again, that'll be on sale on the 22nd. I'll put more information in the link in the show notes. And just so that you know, I'm getting my website updated. So the information page for Synergy might be changing depending on when you look at it, but the information will be the same. And the official launch date is the 22nd. So stay tuned. So before we dive into today's topic, I want to announce the first giveaway winner. I'm so excited about this. So super simple. All you have to do if you hear your review read on the podcast, all you have to do is send me an email. I'm chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com. Don't worry, I'm, I'm working on changing my email to reflect the new business name. Um, It's a work in progress. I assume it's kind of similar to like changing your name when you get married. It's just it's a process. So we're getting there. Again, the email is chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com. Send me an email with what you want support around so that I can start to create your meditation. And I will send that back to you after I've recorded it. You can listen to it and keep it for as long as you want. So the winner for this episode is, the username is esmeraldduj. So hopefully you know who I'm talking to when I say that. Their review says, Chelsea and her content has changed and continues to change my life. All of her content is so good, and she is so fun to listen to. 
I don't listen to any other podcasts this religiously. You will feel so good after every single episode. Thank you, Chelsea. Uh, thank you so much for this review. Seriously, this just absolutely makes my day. And I so appreciate you taking the time to leave the review. It sincerely helps me out so much. It helps other people find the podcast. And it just truly reminds me how deeply this work. I mean, this is this is a free resource, this podcast, how deeply it can actually help people and start to give them the confidence to make shifts and change in their lives, to start to build the life that they want. So really thankful. And again, just send an email to me and I will get you that meditation soon. So let's talk about visualization. So hands down, I truly believe that this will change your life. This is why it's such a big part of brain rewiring is really starting to notice how much our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts are the literal blueprint from which our physical reality is built. Let me let me say that in different words. Our thoughts inform our physical reality. So whatever we're thinking whatever thoughts are going around both subconsciously, so under the surface, and consciously, those are the actual blueprint that informs the way that our physical reality is built. The more that I lean into this, the more that I understand that it's true, that my physical reality, every single thing that happens in my life is based off of my thoughts. Every single thing in my life, every challenge, every opportunity, every, I'm going to say, quote, good and bad thing, is based off of my thoughts and what has been going on up there. So when I really start to think about the power of visualization and how this can actually start to create the things that I want in my life, I'm like, holy shit, that's A, it's so empowering, and B, wow, I got to pay a lot more attention to this. I really need to spend more time doing this. So for me, a huge part of my own personal 90-day meditation challenge, which I actually just crossed 90 days a couple days ago, and I was really excited. I actually made the decision quite a while ago that I was just going to continue with meditating every single day for as long as I can. This is, I think, it's good. It's a non-negotiable in my life and for my personal life, for my business, for everything. Meditation, it amplifies, it improves every single aspect of my life. So, yep, I'm totally going to stick with it. And starting to really notice how much that visualization needs to be a part of this. So when I'm doing my uh, high energy healing sessions on myself, my 7D energy healing sessions, I'm definitely using visualization as a tool. But I challenge myself to really use this a lot more inside of my meditations. So challenging myself to do unguided meditations with a very specific goal or a very specific intention in mind to really really helped me work on this as a skill set. And I actually recorded an entire video for Synergy, the upcoming brain rewiring program, a deeper dive into visualization and my six biggest tips to get better at visualizing. We're going to go over some of those today, but just know that I cover this in detail inside of the Brain Rewiring program so that you are actually led through the process. I have tons of guided meditations in there to help you rewire your brain easily. You're not just going to be sitting there trying to visualize things. Um, I promise I walk you through everything. But realizing how important visualizing is, starting to really build this into my day because it's one of those things where 
you start to realize, holy shit, like this is the key. This is the thing. Why am I not prioritizing this more? Why am I trying to busy myself with so many other things that actually aren't going to be as effective? They aren't going to bring the results that I want and they just make it, they make me feel like I'm being productive, but they're actually not doing anything. So instead of, let's say, for example, spending more time on Instagram and trying to find more ideal clients, Okay, yeah, I could do that for 30 minutes or I could sit and visualize the way that I want my life to look like for 30 minutes and that's going to be way more impactful. That's going to help me learn a lot more about myself. That's going to help me reflect back what my current reality is so that I can start to change different aspects. It's going to show me different negative brain pathways, patterns that I need to start to rewire and fix in order to create the reality that I want. So one thing that I want to bring up when we're talking about visualization is this thing in our brain called the reticular activating system, the RAS for short. This is essentially our search engine. So every single person has one of these and every single person is going to be completely different based off of their personal experiences, their childhood, the way that they were brought up, the conditioning that they may or may not have had, the modeling that was shown to them by their parents or parent figures. Essentially, what this reticular activating system does is any single time we're faced with anything, it acts as a search engine and it brings up information filtered through our personal lens. This is our reality. So this is why you might have a conversation with somebody and you walk away and you're like, oh my God, like, I don't think we had the same conversation. We certainly didn't take the same parts from that because everybody has a different reality. Our reality is not the reality, which is really cool when you actually start to think about it because just because you might have experienced or you think one way about something definitely doesn't mean somebody else has. And the reticular activating system, it actually includes all of our beliefs, our assumptions about the world, our personal values, the decisions that we made in the past, and our memories. And it actually pulls the information through those different components. And when we're trying to visualize what it is that we want to achieve or what it is that we want to call into our lives, we're actually looking for information through those lenses, through our beliefs, through our assumptions about how the world does or should work, through our personal values, the decisions that we've made, through our memories, so essentially through our feelings, through our emotions. And that is what starts to create what we think is or isn't possible for ourselves. So knowing that and understanding that the RAS, our search engine, has a huge role to play when we sit down to visualize starting to really ask yourself, is this just because this is my lens? This is my perception of things? What if I could broaden that lens? What if it could be different? Starting to search for examples of where it maybe has been different, maybe for you, maybe for somebody else. Let's say, for example, you want to, and I'll use myself here, I want to build a seven-figure business. My brain hasn't experienced that. So first off, it's going to be like, mm, yeah, probably, probably, it's not for you, Chelsea. Sorry. Move on. Next. Find, find a different goal. But when I really sit down to think about it, there are so many people out there that have built a seven-figure business. So why not me? So instead of using my own reticular activating system, I'm going to start to visualize other business owners, other seven-figure business owners. I'm going to start to visualize myself doing those same tasks, acting that same way, and starting to bridge the gap that way. So really keep in mind where you might be biased when you're trying to practice visualization, where your brain essentially is getting in your way, questioning your beliefs, questioning. I mean, essentially, the first thing you have to do is write down, what are your beliefs? What are your assumptions about the world? 
How should the world work? Getting these down first and then being able to question them. Why do I think that way? Who taught me that? Do I still want to believe that? Is that in line with what I am trying to call into my life? So let's talk about some of the benefits of mastering visualization. So I want you to keep in mind that visualization will look different to everyone. There's no right way to do it. There's no one right answer. One of the biggest benefits of visualization is you're actually becoming a co-creator with the universe. No more of that, oh, it's happening to me. I have the worst luck. Why does my life suck so bad? Nope, we're not doing that. You are literally creating your reality. Once you realize your ability to have partnership with the world around you, you're going to start feeling like the luckiest person ever. You're going to start feeling like, holy shit, like, of course, good things happen to me. Another benefit of mastering visualization is being able to anticipate situations before they happen and being able to respond rather than react. So I'm not saying you're going to get this perfect every single time, but when we're visualizing, we can actually go through the mistakes or the failures in our mind to desensitize ourselves before we actually experience them in our physical reality. So we can start to play out, and I'm not saying, you know, visualize to play out every single worst case scenario. That's not necessarily what I'm saying at all. But if that's where your mind tends to go, great. Okay, let's say, for example, you want to start a business and your brain is whispering to you, like, you can't do it. It's not going to work. It's not, it's not going to be a thing. Okay, great. Let's, let's actually follow that thought pattern. Okay, so you start a business. Maybe you don't get clients for the first couple of months. Is that a failure? And you start to notice how you would feel, how you would react to that. Would it actually just give you more motivation to try harder, to continue showing up? Or would you pivot, maybe try something else? Or would you give up altogether, get a full-time job, and maybe come back to it later in the future? So by putting yourself in all of those situations, you're mentally preparing yourself. If those were to happen, they all of a sudden don't seem so bad because you've already been through them in your mind. Oftentimes, when we are so afraid of the worst case scenario, we won't even let ourselves go there. And then it just turns into this huge looming thing in our minds that you can't touch, you can't access, you can't go near. And it's one of those things where we just build it up to be so big in our minds, but we won't even allow ourselves to enter those thoughts. So being able to respond to situations rather than reacting. This can also be really helpful when you're triggered. So maybe that's in a relationship, with a family member, in a work situation. Being able to respond to things in the way that your higher self wants to, in the way that, let's say, you've been able to be on this healing journey for a while and really start to elevate your consciousness and get in touch with your wounds, your inner child, do all of this deeper work. And you realize, okay, yep, I don't actually like it when I respond by yelling. I don't like it when I totally shut down and withdraw when I'm having a conversation with somebody. So I know that there's a better way, and we're going to put better in quotes because it's not right or not wrong, but there's a different way that I can respond to this situation and because I've given myself to visualize myself doing that, responding in this way, it all of a sudden feels more natural. It feels more doable. Using visualization as the bridge to get to where you want to start to respond how you want to in every single different situation. Another big benefit is improving your confidence. 
you will literally become so much more confident if you master visualization. For me, when I'm visualizing, I see this version of myself and she's always wearing black. <laughs> she's like a little ninja. Um, and she has this backpack that she carries around. I visualize myself like up in the cosmos. I'm like bouncing around doing all the things. And she's a bad bitch. Like she doesn't take shit, but she's also super loving and compassionate. And that is my, that's my higher version. Like I aim to be her. She is bold. She's fearless, but she also make sure that people know that she really deeply cares about them. So because I know that that version of myself exists in the universe, every single possibility, every single situation where we have a fork in the road, okay, I can make this decision or this decision, every single one of those decisions exists in, in the reality already, inside our world. It might not be your physical reality, but it already exists. Every single thing that we've ever wanted already exists in the world, in the universe. It's just you starting to align with that higher version of yourself to where you can actually match that frequency, match that vibration of that thing that you're wanting to call in and starting to pull it down into your physical reality. So when I envision my higher level self, and I want you to know that this took me a while to get here. It wasn't like I just started brain rewiring and visualizing and all of a sudden I was like, yeah, I'm floating around in the cosmos. It's great. This took me probably a year, a year and a half. So if you're like, this is not, <laughs> this is not where I'm at, Chelsea, that's totally fine. Just, just know that it took me a while to get here. And this is me really stepping into being more visible this year and talking about these sorts of things. Like I can, I can really see a lot of images in my mind. I am very good at visualizing. I am very clairvoyant. I can see very sharply, very clearly, and in a lot of detail, all of the things that I want to visualize and, and, and bring into my life. So when I see myself floating up in the cosmos, what I'm doing is I'm going around to different things that I want to call into my life. I'm looking at the frequency of it. Sometimes I see colors. Sometimes I see patterns. Most of the time for me, it's, it's colors and outlines of the things. And I look at that outline and I'm like, okay, that's the frequency of that thing. And then I look down at myself and I'm like, okay, I am not that frequency right now. What can I do to raise my frequency so that I can match that thing so I can grab it, put it in my backpack and bring it back down to my physical reality? So for me, that's one of the visualization practices that I've been doing. It works really well for me. It makes me feel so confident. It makes me feel so awesome when I'm done with it. Because sometimes I practice things like affirmations. I tell myself, you're making a difference in the world. The programs and offers that you put out are truly transforming people's lives. I tell myself that I'm smart. <laughs> I am strong. All of those sorts of things. And every single time I tell myself something, it like makes me glow in my, in my mind's eye. When I see myself, I'm looking at myself. It's making me glow. It's making me match that vibration and frequency. So when I come out of that visualization you better believe I'm feeling amazing. I'm like, yeah, I can do anything. I can tackle the world. Like I just, I was just floating around up in space. Like I can, yeah, hell yeah, I can do that scary thing in my business. I can make that scary decision and choice. I can handle that. I can do that. Let's talk about a question that I get asked every single week, both from current clients and from people wondering, how do I even start my business? How can I make sure it's legal, make sure it's legit, make sure I'm doing it the right way? One of the biggest things that people have questions about is, do I need a contract? And if so, can I just copy paste from the internet? Okay, let's set the record straight. 
yes, you absolutely do need a contract. If you're somebody that works in a coaching or service provider capacity, meaning you work directly with people, especially online, you definitely need a contract. A contract in place is extremely important because not only does it legally protect you and your client, but it allows you to set out boundaries. It allows you to set up expectations and clearly detail and provide what it is that you will be offering and providing your client. So yep, you definitely need a contract and nope, I would not go copy paste it from the internet. When you copy paste something from the internet, even if it is a template, it will not hold up in court if it ever came to that. The one person that I trust for legal contracts and templates is Sam Vanderweelen. I bought her ultimate bundle a couple months into starting my business and have been so pleasantly surprised at how detailed, how organized, and how easy she makes her contracts. Sam is a lawyer turned contract provider for coaches. So she has all of the legal expertise, the legal background in order to be providing these contracts and templates. I use these in every area and aspect of my business, not only with clients who enter my group containers, but also with disclaimers, privacy policies, and so much more. She also has just a la carte options on her website as well to where you can just pick and choose the contracts or templates that you need. You can check out Sam's free workshop on five steps to legally protect and grow your online business using the link in the show notes. I highly recommend this as a starting point if you're starting to get into the world of working with clients or maybe you already do work with clients but you don't have airtight contracts or templates to use. These contracts and templates are something that I use every single day inside my business and I could not be more thankful to Sam for creating these. Another benefit of mastering visualization is lower stress and a more calm demeanor. Okay, these are priceless. I mean, honestly, as somebody that would definitely identify as a high achiever and I don't want to say a control freak because that's not how I identify myself right now, but I definitely used to be, um, felt like I had to control every single aspect of not only my life, but the other people around me as well. And being able to relinquish a lot of that control because I trust that the universe has me. I trust that I'm supported by the universe. Being able to switch to that state of surrender, holy shit. That in and of itself, I am so much less stressed. It is awesome. (laughs) Like, actually being able to sit in my body, sit in my mind, being able to look at something like my Fitbit and see that my heart rate's actually lower than it used to be, that's priceless making sure that my nervous system is taken care of, that it's calm, that it feels safe and supported for me to start to move through life and make the big scary decisions. It's honestly been such such a blessing to be able to experience that more calm state, more relaxed version of myself. Because I will tell you that when I was, I don't want to say like necessarily a busybody, but kind of, you know, I was doing all these things that I thought were productive and getting me closer to my goals. And it just, they were just stressing me out further, honestly. So to give myself permission to release a lot of those things and truly just focusing on the things that are actually bringing me closer to my goals, things like meditating, things like connecting with my current clients, things like 
doing the deeper inner healing work on myself, that is what actually is going to move the needle forward for me. And a lot of the other stuff, it's just a bonus. So I want to point out a couple of sports and performance-related benefits of visualization as well. So, you know, I'm going to speak from my own personal experience because I'm a climber and this is a really big area that I use this in, is using visualization for climbing. So this is an excellent way to continue training for your sport, training for climbing, when you're too physically tired. So there's going to come a point where you're like, I can't, I can't climb anymore. Like my fingers hurt, my elbows hurt, everything hurts. I don't have any skin. But how do you continue getting better at your sport if your physical body is your limiting factor? Visualization is training for your mind. And this is not just for climbing. This can be used for literally any sport. This can be used for golf. It can be used for running. It can be used for snowboarding, literally whatever. You can use it to improve reaction time because you've already been there in your mind. Let's say, for example, you have this climb that you're working on and you really start to visualize yourself sending it. You start to visualize every single micro movement. Okay, I move my foot here. This is how this hold, this one crystal feels on my finger. This is how my body feels after I make this move. Noticing the wind, any sounds. All of a sudden, you're topping it out. That next time when you go to the boulder and you actually stick the move, you're like, cool, I've been here before. I've done this before. You're not as shocked. You're that much more likely to actually send and do the thing. So for me, using visualization, I've been doing this a ton. I have this project that I want to work on in the summer. It's a 513C. It's called Quiver. I've never done that grade before. I've done all the moves on the climb. I got a pretty decent high point last summer, and I've been reciting that in my mind. I haven't been on the climb in months, but I know that when I get back to it, yeah, it's going to take maybe a couple weeks to bring my endurance back up to actually match how long the rock climb is. But I know that because I've been rehearsing those moves in my mind, I'm going to be way better off than if I hadn't done it whatsoever. I go through it in my mind right before bed, all of the moves I have rehearsed, so that when I get back on it, when the weather is better, I have a way better chance of sending it more quickly. So tons of benefit for sports and performance-related activities. I absolutely love using visualization for climbing. That is what I did with brain rewiring in order to send my first V10. I used visualization And it was honestly, it was such a game changer for me. It was the thing that truly allowed me to believe that it was possible for myself, that it wasn't so far out of reach, that I wasn't crazy for wanting to climb V10, that it wasn't something that was impossible for me. It started to actually get me to believe that I could do that. So kind of like I've said, visualization is one of the most important parts of brain rewiring. It's actually integral to the rounds that you do for the 90 days. It might potentially be one of the hardest aspects as well, but it's also really, really fun because your mind's images are the blueprints that build your world. That means nothing is off limits. You can create literally every single thing that you believe you can achieve and accomplish. So I want to expand on this a little bit more. So your mind's images being the blueprints that build your world. So the more often you believe something, our subconscious beliefs included, and the more often that those beliefs happen, the more often you believe them, this is what creates your reality. So I'm going to pull a few things out of what I just said. So you can think of it like this. Every single time that you have a thought, let's say it's a negative brain pathway that's not serving you. Let's say you don't believe that you're worthy of 
success, whether that's in your climbing, in your business, wherever. You just don't believe that you're worthy. The more often that that thought goes through your mind, you might not even be aware of it because it's so subconscious at this point. The more often that brain pathway happens, the more often it fires, it makes a groove. Every single time it happens again, makes another groove. And the more often it happens, the more often it's likely to happen. So when we start to have these thoughts that aren't serving us and you start to really truly, you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe you deserve good things, you don't believe you deserve success, that will actually start to manifest into your physical reality. So our life, it's actually images of our minds expressed. So you can think of it like source, God, spirit, universe, whatever resonates with you. I really like universe and spirit. They're using your thoughts and our words and our mental images to actually create our physical and material reality. Our thoughts, our words, our images, those are the instructions that create the reality in front of us. And this is necessary. We have to experience our thoughts in our reality to know which ones are suitable for us, which ones are not, which ones we're like, no fucking thank you. I don't want that. That is how we get to know ourselves better. That is how we grow. We cannot get to know ourselves better unless we have contrasting experiences. The universe is constantly like, do they like this thing? Uh, Do they like that thing? Because a lot of the times we're not clear on what it is that we want to bring into our lives. We're going to talk about clarity in a second and how important it is. So our reality is a combination of our subconscious thoughts, our conscious thoughts, which is a little bit more monkey brain, kind of tends to be more scattered. The subconscious is more set. Those are our beliefs, things that we have deeply rooted. Our physical reality shows all of it. It's a combination. It's good, bad, whatever you want to label it as. And the key, again, to creating the reality that we want is to start to dig into the subconscious. What do I actually believe? What is creating my reality right now? Starting to question it, starting to get really curious. Our brains do not know the difference between perception and reality, which is fucking amazing. Our brains do not know the difference between a visualization and our physical reality. This is why visualization is so powerful. So I know I've mentioned before human design But if you're trying to look into this a little bit more deeply and trying to develop your visualization practice, one thing that can be really helpful is knowing if you're a specific or non-specific manifester. So I'll be sure to link in the show notes the place where you can go and get your free human design chart. I like the Jovian Archive. That's my favorite one. And after you get your chart, you'll notice that it's kind of a human body. We're looking up at the head. There's going to be four arrows around the head. We're looking at the bottom right arrow. So if that arrow is pointing left, that means you're a specific manifester. If that arrow is pointing right, that means you're a non-specific manifester. And why this is so helpful is because when we start to get into visualization, you might have heard that, oh, the more details you can have, the better. And for some people, that's absolutely true. If you're a specific manifester, you need the details. You need to know what color the thing is that you're trying to bring in. You need to know down to the very granular detail how things feel. If you're a non-specific manifester, that's not really going to work for you as well. It's not going to feel good. It's going to feel forced, and it's probably going to feel really frustrating. 
So again, that arrow, if it's pointing left, you're a specific manifester. If it's pointing right, you're a non-specific manifester. And this isn't to put you in a box. This is just to give you more information as to how you might work. This is to give you a permission slip if you're somebody that's a non-specific manifester and you've been trying to like fight and struggle with the details that you don't need them. The thing that you do need that both types need, specific and non-specific, is how they want to feel after they call that thing in. So if you haven't picked up by now, visualization is actually a manifestation practice. So one of these two should resonate more than the other. Maybe you're more detail-oriented or you're more feeling-oriented. Start there. I want you to know that visualization doesn't always have to mean images in your mind. This can feel like a big barrier to people if they're like, what are you wanting me to look at? (laughs) What are you wanting me to, to picture in my mind? It can also look like colors, textures, snapshots. It doesn't have to be this vivid imagery of things in your mind. So it can also be based more on feelings, as we just talked about. And again, there's no right or wrong way to do it. You only do it or you don't do it. Like, I guess the wrong way would be like you don't do it at all, but that's a conscious choice that you're making at this point. I do also want to point out that there's a small subset of the population, 1% to 3%, that actually do not have the ability to visualize. It's called aphantasia. You can Google a test online to see if this is you and you're really struggling. I actually went through the test last night and was answering the questions and was like, yep, okay, I I definitely don't struggle with this. But it might be really helpful to somebody that's like trying to force something that's just they're not they're not built that way. You know, it's it's not the way that their brain works. So the way that you spell that is A-P-H-A-N-T-A-S-I-A. Just something to look into. You know, we're just trying to get to know ourselves better. There's no guilt. There's no shame. All we're trying to do is be curious. So when we talk about, okay, what do I visualize? Like, what are you wanting me to visualize? (laughs) Give me some guidance here. So this is where you get to dream fucking big. I want you to think about what do you want to accomplish in your life? If there were no obstacles, no barriers to what you wanted your life to look like, how would that look? I don't want you to only think about the things that you want to create or put out there, but the impact that you want to have too. What types of opportunities do you want? I know sometimes it can be really scary to go there and dream big, but it's a practice. It's a skill set that we build and develop. Visualizing is how you tell the universe what you want. It's how you continually keep putting yourself in the frequency and the vibration of the things that you want to be open to them coming into your physical reality. So you can think about it like this. What changes would you like to make in your relationships, in your job, how much money you make, how hard you climb, how people treat you, where you live, how much free time you have? Do you want to travel more? You can think of it in different categories of your life. Maybe you have a career job category, a relationship category, and that includes, you know, your relationship with yourself, family, friends, partnerships, romantic partnerships. Maybe you have a category of athletic endeavors, another category of health and wellness. Start to really ask yourself, what do I want each area of my life to look like? And if you're starting to feel resistance to this or having trouble dreaming big, that's okay. You're not alone. A lot of people really struggle with this. There are actually a few reasons that you might be struggling with something like visualization and dreaming big. First of all, I want you to know that you might have been taught to stay small and quiet in this world. Oh, don't don't speak unless spoken to. You know, children are better seen and not heard. 
Okay, it's our time to say, fuck that, take our power back. Understanding that this is conditioning, we can overcome it. This is just what was taught and modeled to us when we were younger, especially if you're a female. I think that this is important to recognize. You are a divine human being. You have all the power in the world to create the life that you want, and you literally deserve everything that you want and more. So a few reasons that people might struggle with visualization, they can't see the images. And I put that in quote, see the images in your mind's eye, when you close your eyes, in your imagination. And that's okay. You don't need to. You can start to practice this skill set for sure. One way that I really like to practice is by picturing a room in my home. Let's say, for example, the bedroom. Okay. I'm looking at the bedroom, like with my eyes open in my physical reality currently. I'm looking at various objects, the bed, the desk, the side table, the lamp. I'm looking at the colors of it, really giving myself time to soak it all in. Then to practice visualization, I might close my eyes and try to picture it. Try to picture everything as I just saw it with my eyes open. Then challenging myself to try to look at it in my mind. If it were cleaner than usual, maybe if it were a little bit messier. Asking myself, can I picture it? with the walls painted a different color. Maybe I'm picturing it with hardwood instead of carpet. Maybe you can't necessarily see the images, but maybe you can feel it in your body. Maybe you might actually be able to give a written description of it, and that can be your version of visualizing. So even though the picture in your mind's eye might be very unclear, you know what's there. Just focus on that. It's a practice. Again, it's not something that you might necessarily be good at right away. And I'm saying good in quotes. And I also want you to know that you don't need every single detail. Don't let the details hang you up. I want you to think of a painting. And you're looking at this painting and you can see trees. There's trees in the foreground, trees in the background. You can see the leaves on the tree in the foreground but you can't really see the the leaves on the tree in the background. They're just kind of like little blobs, but you trust that those are leaves. You trust that they're there. We don't need to visualize the leaves on the tree in the background. You just have to trust that those trees have leaves too. Just as we do when we look at real trees in the distance, in our physical reality. When you're on top of a, a climb or maybe a hike or a mountain or whatever, and you're looking out into the distance, you're not trying to visualize all the leaves of the trees a mile away. No, you just trust that those trees have leaves. So just trust that it's there. It's kind of just giving yourself perspective, not getting caught up or hung up in those details. Another reason that people might be really struggling with visualization is they're too afraid to fail. They like won't let themselves go there. If I visualize this thing and it doesn't happen, what does that mean about me? I want you to ask yourself, what are you making it mean about you? It doesn't mean anything. And this might have been something that, okay, maybe once you had a goal and you went for it and it didn't work out. And maybe you learned from that that, okay, I'm just not worthy of the things that I want to call into my life. And in reality, that's not true. That thing just wasn't meant for you. It maybe put you down a different path. It protected you from something. In the moment, we often don't have the ability to shift our perspective to be thankful for something like a rejection or being set on a completely different path or being really triggered. It's often, you know, months, years later that we're able to look back on that and do some of that reflection work. 
So don't be afraid to let yourself go there. It doesn't mean anything about you. And it's remembering to trust in the universe that the thing that you want, who are we to put it on a timeline? Like we are, we are humans in human bodies and the universe doesn't work that way. The universe will deliver us the reality that we want in the timeline that's correct. When our thoughts, our images, and our mind match up with what we're trying to call in. Another reason why people might struggle is they're not being patient enough. They're trying to rush the process. They're not giving themselves enough time. So whether that is during the day or they're not, they don't, they tried it once and they're like, this isn't working. Visualization isn't working for me. So this is a skill set just like anything else. It takes practice. This is why we do it every single day for 90 days in brain rewiring. And I guide you through in a guided meditation how to visualize, what we're visualizing. We actually make an entire list of things that we want to visualize before we even get into the rounds or doing anything. So repetition is key here. Again, we do the 90 days in brain rewiring. But I would say if you're going to start a visualization practice, give it at least a couple of weeks. Give it 30 days. And 10 to 15 minutes a day minimum. And I know that might seem like a decent amount of time, but I mean, it's one of those things where it's like if you could create the exact life that you wanted and it only takes 10 to 15 minutes a day, like you would do it, would you not? So make sure you're not rushing it. Be patient with the process because a lot of the times we have so much subconscious programming that we need to rewire and we need to actually become conscious of that's running the show for us in order to start aligning with our visualizations. Okay, and the last one that people might struggle with is they're feeling blocked. So they try to get into visualization and they just can't see anything. It's just like black, blank. They're like, yeah, I'm just closing my eyes. I want you to think back to childhood if you can notice any ties with potentially being punished or having negative consequences when you were daydreaming, using your imagination. Maybe you were in class and the teacher... It was brought to their attention that you were daydreaming, not paying attention, and you got called out in front of the entire class. You felt embarrassed. So therefore, you associated daydreaming and dreaming big with a negative consequence. You didn't want to do that anymore. You didn't want to feel embarrassed. Your body was then, your brain was trying to protect you from a negative outcome, a negative emotion. And giving yourself permission as an adult that it's okay to go there. It's okay to explore. You are safe. You are held. You are supported. You are loved in the things that you want to do. And maybe it takes a little bit of time, you know, maybe you're not able to do it (laughs) fully initially, but give yourself a couple of minutes to just practice this every single day. So when you're thinking of, okay, what do I visualize? What am I trying to bring in? You know, yes, you can think of the different categories like we talked about, but is there anyone that you look up to? Not in a competitive, like putting them on a pedestal type of way, but I want you to use them as proof that it can be done. Because if they have achieved or done something that you want to do, then that means you can do it too. They are the physical manifestation of your desires. So for me, when I look at other women who have built a seven-figure business, I'm not jealous. I'm like, fuck yeah, they did it. That means I can do it too. There's proof. Our minds always want to disprove everything. It's like building a case, like a lawyer. Your mind is like, okay, check one. That's why they can't do that thing. Okay, we have another point of evidence over here. But when you actually take a step back and start to look at it, you can build a case for the other side too. We just have to be brave enough to do so. We just have to take that step back and start to question what we believe and why we believe it. So 
I hope that this was helpful for you in starting to learn more about visualization, the power of it, how impactful it can be, the role that it plays in brain rewiring and why we use it as a tool every single day for 90 days. And if you're someone that struggles with visualization, let me know. Did this help you? Tag me on Instagram. Send me an email. I would love to hear if this episode resonated with you. For me, this was a really, really fun one to put together. This is something that I feel so passionately about. And like I said in the beginning, the more that I learn about this, the more that I'm like, yep, this is the thing. Like, this is the way of the future. This is how you create your future. So if you haven't yet already left a review, make sure that you go to iTunes. It only takes a couple of minutes. I'm doing a bi-weekly giveaway for those who leave a review of the podcast. And if you left a review prior to December 2021, you can go back and update your review to be entered for the giveaway. You'll win a custom 15-minute around there meditation from me based off of what you're struggling with, what you want support around, and I will send that directly to your inbox. So make sure you go back and leave a review or update your review if you haven't already. If you know somebody that would love or benefit from this episode, be sure to send it to them. Nothing helps me more than when you share my work with other people. It's so special to me. I'm so grateful for it. It really helps me in my 2022 theme of visibility, being able to put my name out there to reach more people with the work that I do. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here, and I will talk to you next episode.